Hey, this is Latif Mikado, and you're listening to the Good Night Freestyle Podcast, where I take some time each night to try and reflect on the freestyle scene, where it is, where it's going, and try to figure out how to sustain it, not just for future generations to enjoy, but also to benefit. So sit back, relax, and let's talk some freestyle. Hey, what's up, everyone? It's Latif, and welcome to the Good Night Freestyle Podcast, and this is episode 428. Hoping you guys are doing swell this evening. It's a Wednesday night, nice, cool. Um, I got a hoodie on. I got sweats on. I got flip-flops on, but I got my socks on, too, because I came out earlier, threw out the garbage, and I said, okay, all right, you know, I love it. I could do this all year long. This would be perfect for me. Um, Because I love wearing hoodies. That I do wear. I don't necessarily always have to have just a t-shirt. I like it where it's cool enough. Where I can have a little hoodie because I know it's not humid and it's it's comfortable. You know, Uh, sky is extremely clear. A lot of stars in the sky and it looks really beautiful. Um, Nice night. Um, It was a good day. Um, I worked a lot. I'm I'm working on the site. Figured out. It's like every day I figure out um, some of the problems that I have. So... Um, I kind of geek out on it, so like before I go to bed tonight, I, I might have to go back in there because I was in the middle of something, and there's something I'm working on. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to see if I can if I can figure it out. I already figured out one part of it that was I've been dealing with for a couple days. I'm gonna work on this other one. If I don't, that's fine. I'm gonna think about it, I'm gonna sleep on it, and I guarantee you by tomorrow, uh, before noon, I'll get it. You know, and that's that's been my cycle lately. You know. But it's a good, it's a good day. Um, I had to go having issues with this uh, transmission. I went and got some fluid, put it in, spoke to my mechanic. I have a mobile mechanic that, his name is Mike, mobile mechanic Mike. If you're in the Charlotte area, um, let me know and I'll get you his number. Um, He comes highly recommended by me. This guy has, uh, I mean, he won't work on something that doesn't need to be worked on. And this is, that's the beauty of it. He is a mobile mechanic, so if he has to come to you there's going to be a charge and I, I never waived I never asked for that way that charge to be waived I, I um I always pay it uh, I think it's fair you know it's better than you taking it to the garage there are times that you might have to bring it to a garage if he has to get under it or if it's an extensive job but most of the the maintenance stuff uh, he does uh, right there on your driveway and and he's very fair, very fair with prices, you know? And, you know, be, beyond fair, honesty, man, I, I, you know, it, it's a shame, you know, I, I can never be like that. You know, you have people who, they're great mechanics and they'll literally go and break stuff, you know? They, you know, they'll see there's an old lady and maybe they got a little leak on the seal and instead they'll rip the seal out and say, yeah, you need new seals and, you know, it's horrible, you know? But, you know, karma's a bitch, so that time will come. <laughs> You know, uh, but um, yeah, what else today? Um, got hit up for a couple of shows, um, and no concert. Uh, the concert, I don't know if we'll be able to do. We gotta see the dates, so uh, I think Friday we're gonna talk dates and see, see what's doable and what's not. What can we actually plan? And um, oh, we'll take it like that, we'll take it from there. Um, what else? What else is going on? 
I have not started writing the book. You know, I'm supposed to start that in January. It's got to be done by by uh, by November. Um, it's still building in my head. It's just, man. Now that's the only problem with me, man. I have such an issue, man, balancing. You know, I really do. That's probably my biggest my biggest problem is balancing. And people say, well, you know, you gotta you gotta double down on this if this is what you're working on. And yeah, that's what I do. But I'm not saying it's a good idea. You know, you, you have to find balance, man. And you know what? I, I don't know if it even exists. Like, this true balance really exists with an entrepreneur? Does it? Does it does exist? Because where's, where's the part of my life where I exercise? Where's the part of my life that I play with the kids? Where's the part of my life that I sit down and enjoy a book? What's the, you know... What's the part of my life where I come out and do some yard work? Like, I don't, I don't balance, man. And this is a hard, you know, a rough thing for me uh, to do. You know, people talk about it all the time, but I kind of don't think people do it. I don't think that many people do it. I think if you're, you're living a really, really good life, talk about financially, where you have beyond your means, where you have shit that no longer is, is too make you comfortable, but rather to allow you to brag, meaning if you, uh, if you have a, instead of having just a home, you have a mansion, instead of just having a car, you have a Lambo, you know, um, yeah, I'm just looking at my car right now, guys, I'm sorry, I just, I see another, another streak, uh, I don't know if this is an old one, or what, but uh, it's hard to tell at night. Anyway, uh, yeah, uh, so it's my um, my transmission fluid. I just put some, I put about three quarters of a quart in there, and we'll see, we'll see what's going on. But um, yeah, kind of, kind of sucks, you know, to have car problems. But back to uh, uh, to what I was saying with balance. So if you're li- if you're living that kind of life. Then at that point, you know, I think it can be easy to balance. You can say, okay, you know what? I'm going to get a trainer to help me train. I'm going to have a dietitian to help get me eating right. Um, I'm going to be able to go someplace beautiful with my wife. I'm going to be able to, you know, go take a, a, a 30-day cruise with the family. I'm going to, you know, man... Yeah, yeah, I, I could see that, you know. But unless you're one of them dudes that are extremely p- obsessed and you're not satisfied with what you have. <sighs> Me, I'm not going to say that I'm not satisfied. Um, I just think I'm still striving to be at a certain place before I get to a certain age. Um, some people will be in my position and be like, well... You can chill a little bit. Well, not really. I do freestyle, guys. I do freestyle. Freestyle is a very fickle industry. Um, I do have some competition. Huh, this guy on a bicycle with uh, a boombox tied to it. Yo, where the hell do I live? I have never seen that before. <laughs> Outside the Bronx. <laughs> well, anyway, <laughs> the words about 
10 o'clock at night. <laughs> so, but anyway, um, um, yeah, so, you know, I, this is freestyle. It's fickle. There's not that much happening. The money that the artists make isn't that significant, so therefore the percentages that we make as agents or managers isn't that you know significant. Uh, our pay raise may be a little bit higher than the average person, but the consistency, um, you, is, you have to be cautious. I can, I can run a really good year and be you know, booking and on the road each and every week. I can make a killing at the end of the year. Then I can have those times that I go three months. There's not much happening. I'm living off residuals or I'm, I'm booking way in advance. So I'm booking shows now, but there's no pickup money till later on. So, you know, it kind of throws everything off a little bit. So it's really, really hard, man. It's like, you know, yeah, I could have got myself out of this situation a long time ago, but I kind of enjoyed it. And now that my kids are older, they're out of the house, um, we could take a little bit more risk. Like, we could try new stuff. And But we do have the grandkids here, and it seems like they rely on us a lot. We, we have to be there with them probably more so. Can I say more so than we were with the kids, with our kids? I don't know. Hmm, I don't know. Because we do a lot for them. We have them both here. You know, I didn't raise two little kids growing up. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me, guys. Um, I didn't raise, like, my kids are 10 years apart, you know? So by the time Santa um, Erica was 10 years old, Adam was already 20. So I was dealing with these two kids that were, you know, quite a quite a way apart and um so they didn't participate in the same things you know they didn't have the same friends they didn't go to the same schools they didn't they weren't they didn't participate in the same activities like they weren't both in in karate they weren't both in RTC you know I don't know if that was a good thing or a bad thing it probably would have been cool if they would have been the same age I don't know what that would have done. Would that have been? My, bro, my son kind of went through it. He had his bumps, still does. And would that have affected my daughter and her situation? Because she's doing great, you know? Would he have influenced her towards the negative? Or would she maybe, she would have helped influence him towards the positive? Like, how would that have happened? What would, what would life and me raising these kids be like. Now, Santana and King, my grandkids, I put them on the same bus. He's in kindergarten, she's in third. No matter what, they're both in elementary school, they both get on the same bus. They share activities. I take them both out, we take them both to pizza, we take them both, they could play, they could both roller skate outside. So they, they're buddies. They have, they have that relationship and they don't fight. They're good, they're good. You know, she might pick, they, well, they both pick on each other every now and then, but. No, 99% of the time they're good. They're good with each other. So, and I instill that. I instill that. I always tell them, you know, that's your sibling. You look out for them, you know. But um, how would things have been 
had I had both my kids. Now, I, I did spend a lot of time with Adam growing up. He was my, my first child. He was my boy. Like, you know, what, what better to ask for than a boy for a man? For a man. You know, yeah, a girl is different, but you got to be a, for a young man, 23 years old, just coming out of prison. I go and I have a boy. Do you not realize the things that we would have in common that I can share with him? The toys that I can go and buy knowing for sure that he'll like them? You know, watching shows or movies that I know I enjoy and I know he will like them? Like, you know what I'm saying? Sports and so on, you know? Um, that's just a given, you know? Guys who are young and have their first child is a girl. It's cool. My best friend, one of my best friends back in the days, Georgie, George Omo, um, his first child, well, his only child is a daughter. And, I mean, he, he adores her to this day. I mean, forget it. She adores him. And he was a great freaking dad. Like, he, I was a lot of stuff that I watched I watched him do, because um, I didn't have a kid yet, and um, and I started doing. I would do the same thing, and uh, like he never wanted his daughter to like dress like a boy, or you know, or wear dark clothes. I remember that he. I remember him making a big deal because the shoes that the sneakers she had were like they looked too boyish. He wanted his daughter to use the pinks and to have you know, the colors, and I remember always thinking about it, and I was the same with, with my daughter. I always liked my daughter to wear girl-looking clothes, and I'm like that with Santana now. She'll fight me a little bit on it, but most of the time, she's good. She'll wear dress, she'll wear this, and she likes colors and so on, you know? Um, but, uh, but you know, with my boy, you know, it was the it was crazy. It was crazy. We'd be able to sit down and play video games. You know, I could do that with my kids and my grandkids now. Uh, but, you know, playing, playing football, playing football. I spent a lot of time with this kid, you know. And then when, when Erica was little, she was two years old when I got with Angel, um, it was different. And I, I did start spending a lot of time. I was in a new relationship. Um, I did spend a lot of time with, but I, I did include Erica in everything. In everything we did, we're on a vacation. She was with us. She moved in with us, like, right away. Like, her mother, I don't know if it was ill intent, like, oh, let me send her over there so she could disrupt their relationship. What she didn't realize is that I'm a dad. Like, that was the best thing you could have ever done for me. You know, my situation getting out, getting with Angel, um, was something that happened and that I accepted, you know, whatever the case may be. But, and, and my kid's mom, there was never really a relationship there. It was very weird, weird. I think she would say the same thing. It was total strangers. <laughs> it was just, you know, fresh out of prison, new adult. <laughs> I'm a new adult. And uh, um, so by me having my child from day one, you know, and then her moving in and me being able to do things for her that I, I was happy, like give her own room, buy her a car, take her on a vacation, you know. There's a lot of people that were not able to do this with their kids. And I'm very grateful and thankful that I was able to do these things. I wish I could have done it more. But see, I like to work. 
And we did, we go, we would drive to the beach, we'll spend a week there, we'll spend a weekend, we went to Florida, went to Disney World, we took a couple shows, California, we took, did a couple of cruises, um, I think Erica did two cruises with us, and then, uh, I had the one, and then one with the whole family, that whole family one was incredible, oh, I would love to do that again, oh my God, that was probably the best time I ever had, I, I, I really, really, I hope I could do that again, you know, you know, but those are the things, you know, those are the things that, uh, that, um, I think about, you know, and I'm, I'm glad I wish I could have did more. I think we all do. I think even if you were a multimillionaire and you took your kids every summer to the Fiji islands and I still think that there will always be something inside that will tell you I could have done more. I could have been better. But I think we can only be as good as we can be. And we hope that the kids take that little bit that we give them and, and then share it with theirs and then add their little touch. And, and I just think that's how that, you know, I just think that's how it goes, you know? My grandmother raised my mom a certain way, but they had nothing. They have very little. I don't think my mother ever talked about going on vacation as a kid, maybe Puerto Rico, but they lived there. They moved there. I mean, they, she was born there. But I never remember my mom talking about family vacation. She went, I guess that was just something that never really happened. Then when I was growing up, my mother took me Disney World, Mississippi, Lake George. So I went, I saw a few things and she sent me with my cousin Lily for the summer and she would, you know, she would let me spend, you know, spend time, you know, with family. And, um, and it was great. It was great. But um, uh, and then I got with my kids, and it became a different level, you know, where I was able to do a little bit more. We were able to do the cruises, and we were able to spend time in a hotel, a nice hotel, not a little shabby hotel. We had one place we used to go that the hotel wasn't all that, but it was like they had a tiki bar, and like it was a dope, dope, dope. I just heard that the restaurant they had there was closed closed down but probably due to COVID but um like we could have stayed at Marriott Hilton any of those really really nice ones on the beach but we we wind up staying at this one called the Sandals Hotel and it was like a two-star maybe (laughs) three-star but it had the but it it was kind of dope it was kind of dope and when you looked out the window it was the ocean view and you saw the tiki bar so we liked it man like we liked it. it was not a fancy place and it wasn't that expensive. Like, I think a weekend was a couple hundred bucks. Nah, weekend probably was a little bit more than that. I think it was like 500 for the weekend. So, but, um, but you know, I was able to do that, you know, with these kids, you know, and I'm, I'm grateful. I'm grateful for that, that I was able to do that. And now I'm hoping that my kids, now my son has four kids, and, but, you know, life is a little rough for him around the edges, and, he still has some searching to do. And he's just one of them kids, he just doesn't, I can advise him all I want, but I'm his dad, you know what that means, right? That means my advice don't mean shit. When it means shit is later on or when I'm not around, that's when things resonate. I know, cause I went through it. My mom used to tell me, so I was like, yeah, yeah, like she didn't know shit. When she died, I was like, damn, I wish she was around cause I have a question, you know? That's crazy, you know? But, um, but you know, I'm hoping that my son 
comes around and we've, we're, ready, we're basically shaping his two oldest. Now the two youngest, they really don't know much, but the two oldest ones, they've experienced quite a few things. And um, more so Santana, now we're bringing King, he's been coming more involved with some of the stuff that we do. Um, he'd been on a cruise already, he just doesn't remember. We showed him pictures, Angel did, and he didn't believe he couldn't remember being there, you know? But uh, Santana did, so I think she's done two or three cruises with us. Two or three, I forgot. I think she did, I, I forgot how many she did, but, um, but yeah, man. So, I wish I would have done more. I do. But like I said, you know, we don't, we, we don't think about this. So, you know, now maybe I'm 54 years old. I try to think ahead. Kids aren't here, but they will be. And God willing, of course. And, uh, you know, maybe we can, uh, we can do things. And, you know, it's part of the, the one of the, the, um, the post I put out today on Facebook, if you guys go onto my Facebook, take a look at the meme. It's a quote that I wrote. Um, I forgot what exactly what it says, something to the effect of, you know, you don't stop until, you know, those, your story doesn't end until those final two words, the end. Um, at this age, I see a lot of people still talking about the past, what they did, what they were doing. Um, I want to be one of those that talks about what I'm doing now, what I'm going to do tomorrow. Um, that's the world. I have a lot of hope and a lot of aspirations and dreams. And part of that is, you know, still building with my family. My family is still a young family. We're still young. My kid, my son has his kids young, so that's why I'm a young grand. I think I'm a young granddad. She's nine, right? Santana's nine years old. And, uh, why is she nine? Yeah, she's nine. And I'm 54, you know, so yeah, he made us young grandparents. <laughs> but they're the best. They keep a lot of life and life noise in this house. So, but anyway, listen, I'm going to shut down, guys. I appreciate having the, the talk with you uh, this evening, as always. Uh, uh, stay safe out there. Corona is still uh, hiding in the, in the shadows. So be cool. And until tomorrow, good night, freestyle. Before I lay me down to sleep, I pray to hear a freestyle beat. For if I die before I wake, I hope to make it to the break.